have to execute like your life depends on it like that's the last thing like execution is the one key execution and mindset are the two things you need at all to succeed period welcome everyone here to visits to ventures i have um david from uh, co-founder of dava so hey you know go ahead and uh um, say <laughs> yeah. So I'm Dav or I'm David, uh, co-founder of Dava. We founded Dava 2019. Uh, really, just you know, uh, I consider myself a businessman, a boxer, an athlete, um, and a hard worker. Most importantly, so. All right. So uh, what? So what led you to like um, just starting Dava? Like you know, were you? Do you were you going to school or was it just kind of a? So. As you know, I was raised by like a Latino family, like background, right? Never really grew up with much. Um, and I've always worked hard, like definitely like, like keyword, like uh, I was a hard worker. If I was going like I was going to college, um, I was, you know, working hard, like very, very hard. I went door to door sales. And so I kind of just followed the lead, you know, and so in college, like I was dating a girl at the time that convinced me to go to college. I was still wanting to go to college. It was just that, you know, I didn't go for the first year. And she was the one that got me registered and got me going to college. So, like, I was giving my 100%, like, I do in everything in life. Like, like, when I was going to college, I was going to college hard. And so... I met my best friend, Vale, which is another co-founder of Dava, and he was very entrepreneurial-minded. So he was like, I don't want to go to college, but I'll go just to succeed, right? But he had, like, a better vision of, like, where he wanted to go Mm -hmm. in life. And I just, like, if I say, like, if someone tells me, go to college, I'll go to college and I'll do it good. If someone tells me, go train boxing, I'll box, you know, which I have a fight in May, actually, in two months. And so um, (laughs) it's like I go 150%. And so when he approached me, he told me, hey – you know, day trading, you know, we should, you know, pursue this entrepreneurship lifestyle. And me being the hard worker I am, I'm like, sure. Yeah. And I went like 150%. The minute I decide I'm going to do something, I commit to it like okay. 150%. So that's kind of how it started. And eventually it evolved to being a company that has nothing to do with day trading. We, you know, edit videos, we work with content creators, you know, so. Okay. And um, so I, from what I've seen from your, your social media and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, so is it is it marketing or what more? Can you give us more details of the of your actual uh, Dava market? Is it not Dava marketing? It's or it Dava. Dava. You know? Dava. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The entity is called Dava Marketing, but that's a big misconception. People think it's Dava Marketing. It's actually just Dava. Dava. Okay. But um, Dava is a creative company. So we edit videos, we edit social medias, we do thumbnails, graphic design for a lot of the biggest creators in the world, like Jake Paul, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Lily Sabri. We just signed Brooke Monk from TikTok. Um. And like a hundred thieves, so many, so many clients, and we're like a hundred percent, not a hundred percent, but I say like we are the creatives in these creators' companies. So all the videos you see, we edit them. All the like wow. thumbnails you see, we edit yeah. them. You know, so we don't like necess- we do manage social medias as well too yeah. for certain clients, but we're like I'd say like ninety percent of our revenue comes from the creative side of things because we have like a big video editing team and we have a very big graphic design team, and that's primarily where all of our revenue comes through like comes from Mm -hmm. so when you said so you started off like with day trading and then you know kind of led into um your current business so was it for you was it abroad like as far as like what you would do in your business in in dava or was it more like you had already narrowed your mind on okay it's just gonna be like you know content creator how did you end up going to what you're at now it was definitely not like i just knew what i wanted to do i would like from heart i'm an engineer i'm a mechanic i'm a like math guy i am not a video editor i never was okay. and so my best friend he was a video editor Vale, he's the co-founder and essentially what happened was you know we like i said our our, our journey started as just day trading mm-hmm. well i just want to make money and i want to yeah. live a successful life that's literally how it started yeah. and so when we started day trading what happened was um we found a client that was also a day trader and it, that was making YouTube videos and his YouTube video sucked. So Vala basically told me, he's like, look, man, we can like edit this guy's videos for free and like help him with YouTube mm-hmm. in exchange for free mentorship and day trading. And we're like, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. that's a great, that's a great plan. You know? So we started editing his videos for free and Vala was the only video editor in the company. Well, like it wasn't even a company. It was just me and him saying yeah. we can get free mentorship in exchange for working on his videos. Oh, wow. But like I couldn't let my friend do all the work because he was the video editor. Yeah. I wasn't. So, you know, I remember sitting at my day job with him. He sat next next to me and he told me, um, hey, you know, like the truth is I need some help with these videos. And I'm like, I know, you know, I've got to learn. So he yeah. started teaching me. And, you know, it wasn't until like I say like six months 
into editing videos for other like day mm-hmm. traders that we realized Davo was the business. Like I've had like six failed businesses from like Amazon FBA, drop shipping. We tried a vending machine business. Um, and the list goes on day trading, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. you know, and like I failed a lot, but it wasn't like we were making, I'd say like maybe $2,000 a month from video editing videos. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, like a lot like life changing, yeah. but it was like, damn, like, Still this something. can do something you know yeah. like why why are we trying to make money with all this other stuff why don't we just double down on what's working for us right now right. and so i didn't purposely come in thinking oh i'm going to create a, a creator company i just came in like i'm going to offer free services to get free mentorship mm-hmm. in order for me to um to learn and then other day traders saw the success we we're bringing this client yeah. and they basically told me hey i'll pay you 200 dollars a month to do the same thing it's like sure so they paid us 200 and the way we saw it was like with this two hundred dollars, we're gonna invest it into the stock market, like like day trading, you know, so mm-hmm. that way we're not losing any of our own right. personal money. And that's how it all started, which is brought in more and more clients for day trading. And it wasn't until like six months later that I realized I'm like, this this is it, this you know. And it. even when we found what we wanted to do, we were still trying new avenues, which was stupid, you know. It's like yeah. what, like we were trying to start a wedding website business during Dava, right? Like yeah. the Dava was just what was funding our entrepreneurship. Okay. You know, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird to think about now, but you know, eventually we shifted our mindset. It's like, nope, this is it. Well, I like what you said about failing, right? Cause I mm-hmm. feel, um, that's kind of, uh, hearing some, when I talk to friends, you know, family and they're like, Oh, I failed at this. I'm going to give up, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, you continue with going, uh, and that's kind of growing different skills and leading you on to different things of, and now it's to kind of where you're at with your company. Um, so I, I really like, you know, how you really explain that. And also the reinvesting part, because I, you know, it's like you could have done so much, something else like uh, with that money, like not in good use, but you continue to reinvest. Yeah. And then you focus on, on exactly where. Um, that's that's really, I, I like that. Um, we, we were like, you know, we were already broke at that time. Like I didn't have any money at all. And so it was very easy to reinvest everything because like genuinely like Val and I, like when we were like taking our first initial risks, yeah. I remember the day very clearly. Um, like we both worked from home. This was pre-COVID. So working from home was like a blessing to us. You know, oh, it was yeah. like, like, damn, like nobody works from home. And the fact that we get to work from home, this is like, to me, it was like an, a sign from God that was like, this is your opportunity. Yeah. Go and get it. You know? So like, and we caught ourselves when we were working working from home slacking like like yeah. we we both wanted it just as bad but like i'm not a morning person so i would turn off my <laughs> camera and go back to bed yeah you know and then i knew that i'm like damn i'm only holding myself back from my results right. so we opened up an office right rent was only like 250 bucks oh, very wow. very small office you know and that like even though we had the ability to work from home we shifted our work mentality to work at an office together to hold ourselves accountable from doing the the, the tasks you know and so i remember the day clearly um Bala's girlfriend at the time now his wife mm-hmm. um basically we were talking with her trying to like saying like hey well what are the risks of opening an office so early like prematurely we're making like maybe three hundred dollars like all of our revenue into an office (laughs) like like what are the risks you know oh well if we get screwed over and let's say we lose all of our clients and you and i both have to pay 150 dollars a month for the for the next two years for our lease you know oh that's not too bad let's do it yeah best decision of my life the best decision i've ever made and so it's like the entire mentality i have i had at dava was to reinvest everything because like i already had nothing you know like maybe like i was a good saver you know i was a frugal guy so i had like maybe two three thousand in the bank like Mm -hmm. personal savings yeah and and like, but I like to me that was nothing. It was just like I can lose all four thousand, and like, what am I fucking twenty one? Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like I have time to rebuild. There, right. I wasn't even twenty one. I think I was twenty. You know, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I was like nineteen when I started, and then twenty, and then I remember yeah. turning twenty one in my second office. And so. I guess so. That's what I mean, right? You have nothing mm-hmm. to lose, especially like if if you're starting this. Like, what else? You know, it's like mm-hmm. either take this. And I think that also to me, um, it means like you left your comfort zone of being at your home. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, oh, I have to kind of, this is, I'm doing it for, for us, right? For, for you and your, and your co-founder. Yeah. And, but mostly for you, cause you, like you said, you were in the morning person and you're like, I'm going to yeah. <laughs> you know, get myself out of there. Cause now you're driving, which you didn't have to, but that mm-hmm. really explains kind of like you saw that and, and you knew that if you were to stay home, then nothing would have, and who, how long, you know, who knows how long it would have taken to actually started that company and where you're at now you know i don't think we would have been here today if it wasn't for that first initial like decision of opening an office because it like being from home is too comfortable it's like he he even admitted like late like i think it was months later he admitted that like a lot of the times we were supposed to be studying he was playing games on his phone and just slacking off and like we were both saying like and i would tell him like oh yeah i'm gonna study and watch this course like okay okay and i just go back to bed i was a sleeper you know so he was more of a morning person so he gets up and plays games and didn't study either so now that we were in the same office it like completely changed the mentality it was 
like the best decision I've ever made. It was and, the first initial risk that, yeah. you know, take us far. And did you keep your both, like, did you keep each other accountable? Like, was that like, hey, let's get... Let's back then or now? Back, back then. Back you know, then? Back, mm-hmm. I guess back then and now, right? But mm-hmm. was it more back then, right? Because you, you, you're two... I'm sure you were both the same age, right? Like yeah. young and having uh, an office. And, and so how was it to keep yourself accountable? Were you each other kind of telling, hey, like you know we let's go talk to some clients let's do this or 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 would you also wanted to give yourself that freedom because you're 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 young, you're young mm-hmm. you know like let's play a bit of video games you know so what is it that you were doing to hold each other accountable um i think most importantly we both wanted it bad enough mm-hmm. like i have you know like i have peers and acquaintances around me that say they want it and they don't i know mm-hmm. they don't because like i went like knocking on doors i begged people on instagram messaging people like hey let me tr- edit your videos for free in exchange for mentorship i drive to these mentors houses and you know like i would like break down doors for small opportunities and i have people that message me all the time that are like you know okay can you help me you know i'm like yeah sure and then i never hear from them again mm-hmm. it's like they don't want it bad enough if you yeah. really wanted it it's like you would find the opportunity to do it and so um him and i both first of all both wanted it really badly Mm -hmm. you know people say they want it badly that's not true yeah um two is we always held each other accountable because there was like although we both wanted it very badly motivation and discipline comes in waves there's some days i wake up in the mornings i'm like i'm gonna go and work Mm -hmm. every minute of the day because i need to and there was days where i'm like damn like is this even worth it like this sucks Mm -hmm. you know i'm like i quit like when i quit my job you know it's like we were working so hard and then we got fired from our job almost fired we had to quit and it's like making the same amount of money after working fucking like yeah, yeah 16 hour days you know it's demotivating so but fortunately for us the days that i came to work unmotivated he'll come in and be like come on man get up we got to keep going mm-hmm. we got to keep going and the days he'll come to work unmotivated i'll be the one to push him forward every morning we texted each other like come on man wake up let's get this mm-hmm. bread let's let's keep pushing harder you know yeah. every single morning for like two years straight i don't know where those messages went we don't definitely don't message each other like now yeah. like good morning man let's keep going let's let's work yeah. hard you know but back then it was like we both wanted it so badly i have a, a video recording of me like being up at like 5 a.m you know fully clothed and like like my like nice like t-shirt or whatever mm. not t-shirt it was like a collared shirt and calling him and he's barely waking up like bro come on man we gotta yeah. get up and work and it's like and you can tell it like from his voice that he's like okay yeah. let me get up man like let's do it you know every single day it was like that for like two years you know Oh man, that's so, really that's mm-hmm. awesome, and I feel like it's it's something. So you know, I want the listeners to know it. It's like you gotta try, right? Like I messaged you, like you mm-hmm. know, and and for me, it's like the, the worst that can happen. You say no, and then mm-hmm. this never happens, right? Yeah. But I, but if I didn't try, then who I would have never known, you know, and I would have mm-hmm. been like eventually down the road, you know, I would be like, yeah, well, actually, let me try try again and whatever. But I think that's something that to know is like you gotta keep trying, and and that's what it is, you know, the rejection. Sometimes yeah. I get rejected, or sometimes it's exactly what you say, right? I I try to I message them like, hey, do you wanna be? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then like they ghost me, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we're... you know, for me, I take that as a rejection because it's mm-hmm. like they don't want don't know how to say probably no, but they also want to be nice about it. But yeah. anyways, you know, I mean, like I like how many times <laughs> did I miss my appointment here? Like this, like our third oh. time trying, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, man, you know, I was like, it's just a no, but no, I totally understand, yeah. you know, like it's it's like you have mm-hmm. your business and then you also have a life, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna expect like, oh well, yeah, he's gonna work Monday to Friday, and then he has gonna have all this time because maybe you wanna. This is your time, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly. what I really appreciate that you taking this bit of a time and and making yeah, of it course. happen. So of course, no, yeah. <laughs> but um, so what with saying uh, about you know those acquaintances and you know not executing is that something like uh, what's something that you would that you would say to those that aren't executing on, on an idea or or a, a vision that they have currently so when someone comes to me that isn't executing what do i tell them yeah the truth is it's like nobody ever executes like genuinely like mm-hmm. if like 95 percent of people i ever meet are not executors so it's like if you ask me what i tell them i don't tell them anything because <laughs> it's like uh, it's a waste of time okay you know it's like you know it's like i want to help people i want to help people start businesses but if you can't get yourself to get out of bed and go it's like there's nothing I can like I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had with people mm-hmm. that they're like, hey, I want to start this. What should I do? What's my first steps? And I tell them like a like a roadmap, step one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Once you do these four steps, which I can accomplish in one singular day, yeah. come talk to me again, I'll give you the next four steps. Yeah. Never happens. Nothing. The first four steps never happen. You know? So it's like 
I've learned from mistakes. It's just I spent hours and hours talking to individuals about what they need to do. And they come like three months later and it's like, oh, did you ever do it? Oh, no. It's like, okay, I wasted my time. Yeah. You know, so the truth is I don't really talk to people that don't execute. And if I do, it's like friendship talking yeah. conversating i don't i'm not here to persuade people to execute if you mm-hmm. can't execute don't even think about entrepreneurship it's like num- like level one like step number one is execute yeah do it wrong you know it's okay right. to edit that video wrong it's okay to start a podcast incorrectly it's okay to not know what to do that's yeah. okay the problem is not doing it if you right. like that's the problem you know yeah and that's uh what i kind of you know notice is is all this has started because if I, you know, I'm like, what, I have a camera sitting there. Why wouldn't I just start something, you know? What yeah. is that camera? It's I, the ROI on that is, n- is nothing if it's just sitting in the closet, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. and I mean, at, at the moment, it's just also, this is uh, learning skills and trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to do this on my own, you know? But going back, I feel like that is, you know, I agree with that because you have those conversations. It's just like nowhere. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like, oh, I try to still like, maybe I can spark, spark something, but it makes sense totally like, yeah those executors are going to execute. I mean, those yeah. persons that don't execute are not going to do it. Um, it's like what I see. It's like, cause I'm assuming that this is a, this is a podcast for entrepreneurs, right? Like entrepreneurs, people that want to start businesses or what is this podcast primarily targeting? So uh, the, tar- the target mm-hmm. for this one is just like entrepreneurs and their, you know, how they started their mm-hmm. business, but also kind of, uh, the motivation, inspirational type mm-hmm. of stuff. So okay. That way, you know, you have, uh, you, what you're saying and kind of like from the beginning and you know, how you continue and what you're continuing. To yeah. Do. So yeah, kind of like the, you know, like the reason why I say that on execution, it's because like, it's just from bad experiences, you know, like it's a huge waste of time for me to sit down and someone that doesn't ex. if I know they don't execute, it's a waste of time. Yeah. You know, like if you genuinely want me to give like attention to someone like you, you can tell in my voice because I get aggressive because I want people to succeed. If I don't care about your success, you know, someone will tell me something like, oh yeah, that's cool. Good luck, man. Yeah. Let's, let's see it happen. But the truth is, it's like someone that needs to be told to execute or be told to be motivated or be told to get up and go get it simply don't have what it takes to to do it period it's like you have to fail like you genuinely have to fail to understand it you want to rent cars you want to start a business or maybe you want to start a detailing company or cut grass it doesn't matter what it is like get the hell up and start cutting grass who cares if you do it wrong yeah you know worst case scenario you give them a full refund and what did you do you learned so you improve the next time and it's like people don't want to fail and if you don't want to fail, like if you don't want to fail, it's such a waste of time. It's a huge, yeah. like there's, impo- it's impossible to fail. Yeah. Impossible. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, yeah. I like that because it, it is, you know, the, mm-hmm. the fear of failure so for someone I feel just cripples them. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, but the entrepreneurs like yourself and anyone that ex- executes on that, it's like, you know, I'm going to fail, but I'm going to learn from that, you know? And you also, um, I, I, you know, don't really need like that high end stuff, you know, to get started on something. It's like, you know, that person could just, uh, I seen some little kids here. They just borrow the, the, the owner's, uh, mower and they cut grass and they make yeah. 10, 15 bucks, you know? Exactly. So that's like, I feel like those mm-hmm. little entrepreneurs just figuring it out and growing into eventually, like when they get older, be like, Hey, if I did it without even having a mower and getting my, my ass off, you know? I can do it with with anything, you know. So. Exactly. I mean, like content creators that I have, mm-hmm. they pay at minimum two thousand dollars a month for us to edit their videos. And what do they film on? iPhones. What? Who, yes, yes. <laughs> Big creators film on iPhones, and that's that's what pisses me off about people. It's like yeah. people will message me like, "I want to start content. What camera should I buy? Why are you buying a camera? Yeah. You know, it's like to make you feel better. Yeah. You know, it's like I get the idea that like once you invest money, you want to make it worth. So you're mm-hmm. dedicated. That's a whole different mindset, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm 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 that way a little bit. It's like if I invest the money on these um on these vitamins or like if I invest the money on this gym membership, then I have to go. Correct. You know, and like just now, I just got out of the chiropractor right before this. I mm-hmm. told you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I just spent you know 170 dollars for me and my girl well for just my girlfriend mine's mine's free because i'm a boxer and um i spent 170 dollars i'm like well now you better make it make it you know worthwhile you just invested that money so if you're that person that's like i have to invest money to make it happen great but the truth is content creators still use their like big ones use their iphones they Mm -hmm. send me content on their iphones and so it's like these people making a ton of money, paying a ton of money for someone to edit their videos. Why are you crying about a? Oh, it's because I don't have a camera. Like shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> there we go okay i appreciate it uh okay so what was like did you have was there like a uh um wait i think it's important to mention that the camera died so uh, oh, you don't want to mention you know. that <laughs> <laughs> camera died so you know we may change subjects so <laughs> yeah so yeah we completely just yeah. uh but i'll make sure to do it you yeah. know make it fix it at the end here um 
I guess we have to go with a different question here. But, uh, was that so? What was the what would you say? What was the biggest challenge for you when starting your your business, you and your co-founder? Like, what was the biggest challenge? That's a, that's a good question. The reason why it's a hard question to answer is because it's been a minute now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I only think about my challenges today, and like okay. I can answer that question so quickly. But like right now, I think the biggest challenges when we first started. I don't know. I feel like the like the like the only challenge that we had, which we did great, is just like doing executing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like marketing. It's like who knows if you're gonna do marketing right? Nobody fucking knows yeah. the perfect rule on how to bring in clients. Nobody. So like, yes, that was hard. Building the website was hard. Yeah. Every single part of business was hard. Building. The, I'm not a coder. We had to build a website. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not a, a salesman. I wasn't. I, okay, I was a salesman. Bala wasn't a salesman. I wasn't a video editor. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't all of these things. So it's like to ask what's the hardest challenge. It's like an entrepreneurship everything's a challenge everything right now like as we speak i'm an accountant mm-hmm. i'm an it guy i'm a video editor i'm a leader i'm a coach i'm 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 everything yeah you yeah. know and it's like and even with a big team i have just under like what 60 employees i still do a lot of these things so it's like people think it's like oh i just need to hire this or i need to no, you just need to get yourself out there and do it and even if you do it wrong at least you're doing it so the challenge was just how much you have to consume and what you have to do okay. it's like you have to do the website you have to speak to clients you have to sell the clients you have mm-hmm. to edit the videos you have to work 16 hours a day plus yeah you know the challenge is just like how i'm not gonna say overwhelming because it's not but it's like how many things you have to just you know get how often you have to get out of your comfort zone i'm not a developer i'm not a coder i'm not a designer i'm not a video editor I became a video editor. I became a developer. Yeah. I became an entrepreneur. I became a leader because I had to, not because I wanted to. Okay. No, I mm-hmm. well, I like that because I, you know, hearing different um, answers to that, it's not all the same. And mm-hmm. it's like, even though you now have employees, you know, it's like you're still, you know, trying to get there and learn and continue. Because I feel with, with marketing is always changing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can be like, especially with the algorithm, how everything works with the, with the social media. Um, so I, I feel like it's good to continue and staying, um, and learning, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I like that. I really like that answer. Um, what, so what advice would you give to entrepreneurs who are just starting out now with, you know, um, do you want the truth? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, did, it's I like, think I just want, I mean, it's just cause the truth, the, the, the truth hurts. That's why I yeah. ask that because it's like, if someone comes to me and says, you know, what, what advice can you have? I would literally say it's like, it depends. It depends on what people define as success because success means different to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like success can be a million dollars. Success could be a healthy relationship. Success mm-hmm. can be a happy life. Yeah. It's like, what does success mean? Maybe success to you is just quitting your full-time job. Whatever it is and wherever you want to be and whatever success means to you, you have to 10x it and you have to work 10 times as hard as what you think you would have to do. So for me, like I wanted to, you know, I I, I set ridiculous types of goals, like ridiculous Mm -hmm. goals. Um, My business officially started in May of 2019 right may okay. that was the day that i went in and, and like took out the the llc yeah, and yeah. the entity and like made it like legal technically you know so may of 2019 right i told myself by summer i have to i have to make the same income that i that i have so basically may may because it was may 5th exactly or may 4th or something mm-hmm. but um so may so you have all of may june july like three and a half months. I have three and a half months to to make the salary of what I did at my full time job, making twelve dollars an hour. And I told myself, like, I'm all in on this. Like, I'm gonna, you know, because three months isn't realistic. Let's be yeah. real. You know, you have three months to quit your job and make the same salary. So, what Val and I did, right? And I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say I don't recommend this. I recommend you do whatever the fuck you have to. Yeah, yeah. You have to break the rules to succeed. And so I was Val's manager at this job. And so what happened is that entire summer it gets very busy. And so I, me as well as manager, I took him out of all of the work, the call center job, mm-hmm. and I, him and I just worked on our business the whole time. And because I was his manager, no one ever caught on yeah, yeah. until the end of summer. And that's where I said it's like I almost got fired or you know yeah, quit yeah. because after at the end of the summer we were supposed to have all these projects ready for them, nothing got done. Yeah. And so it's like it was it was like all in or all out. So we gave myself the the 
the um the timeline three months it's like i didn't spend i only spent one hour of my day working on my actual job one hour and it was going to catch up to me by the end of summer and i knew it so i went so hard and literally i remember tweeting this if you scroll down somewhere through my twitter you'll see i say like oh i'm finally making the same amount as me and Vola make combined, right? It's like, when is the right time to quit? Because yeah. we finally make the same amount as our jobs. And I was excited. I remember this moment. I was excited because I was about to get paid double my salary because yeah. it was just like, finally. And then like the next, literally, it's as funny as it sounds, the next week they pulled me in, wanted to see our projects and they saw that we did absolutely nothing <laughs> all month, all summer long. Yeah. And they told us, you either have to work in office moving forward or you can't work here anymore. And we couldn't work in office anymore because we genuinely had enough clients yeah. where we're editing all day. It's like if they saw us editing all day and literally – it wasn't else. even a choice anymore. Yeah. So we, we quit, you know. And so um, it's like first define what success means to you. And if I – like I don't know what people are looking for in this podcast. If you're going for like my mentality, I shoot for like not even the moon. Like I shoot further than the moon. Like I shoot for things that aren't even realistic to most people, yeah. you know. But if some people just want to quit their nine to five, then you have to assume like you have to make a, like at least two million, five million dollars at least, you know. And it's yeah. like, and at the end of the day, you'll never, you'll always want more. So my piece of advice is to like go all in. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't do anything else. I didn't hang out with friends. All I did when I was working on my business was work and drink (laughs) believe it or not yes i partied on the weekends i drank twice a week twice a week i was an alcoholic i drank and partied all the time that was my only way of like socializing so i'd work 16 hours every single day from the day i woke up to the day i slept literally from like 10 a.m because i woke up late remember i'm not a morning guy 10 a.m and then i'd work till like 3 or 4 a.m or sometimes 2 a.m you know it kind of depends on the day but every single day and then when wednesdays hit we would drink i don't know why wednesdays wednesdays was like known as our friends it's (laughs) like like, wednesday Wednesday nights yeah wednesday nights and saturday nights just blacked out drunk drinking partying all the time it was like my way of like finding balance in my life you know and it was only on nights it was only for like what three hours so and then the next morning you see me in like fucked up clothes yeah working again sunday morning you know I have photos of that too. So <laughs> that's good. And do you look back and you're like, you know, kind of where you, where you're at now, and just see like, even though whatever you you know how your life was before to what it is now, like it's you know it's sort of I'm sure it's totally different. You know, you know, I I, I still but, get random like moments where I forget what I have. You know, mm-hmm. like like it's easy like it's easy to forget where you come from sometimes because um back then like life was hard i just never realized it because i enjoyed the journey it was fun Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it i enjoyed every part of it i enjoyed blacking out i enjoyed working every single minute of the day i enjoyed having no life you know it was it was it was fun um looking back like there's it's small things you know like it's it's very it's it's small moments when we realize it like right now last year you know i booked an entire trip to hawaii for my family paid for Mm -hmm. everything it was like fifteen thousand dollars for everything you know and it's like that's it. You know, it's like I, I couldn't imagine a world where I could have done that yeah. two years ago. And then this year, now there's three owners. I don't know if you know that, but there's three owners now. There's me, Volet, and a new owner that we brought in. His name, Damien. He was the second employee we've ever had. And um, now there's three owners. Wow. And all three of us make, I would say, a very like yeah. a very good income. Yeah. So, you know, it's – I don't want to unappreciate where I came from, right? But it's like we're throwing money around like – I never was able to have like he buys a six hundred dollar Balenciaga yeah. shirt and I'm like why would you pay that you know and it's like but like and then we talk yeah. about like m- like numbers that are so much higher yeah. it's like yeah we, you know we should just drop ten thousand now we're back be- we're booking another Hawaii trip yeah I think in October of this year okay and it's like I never thought that you would just throw around tens of, tens yeah. of thousands of dollars like it's nothing you yeah. know and I'm not saying it's nothing like yes it's like damn ten thousand whatever out the door you know but it's like. I like I come from like a background of like I remember my like like some like someone asking me for just two hundred dollars and that was everything I had like for me I had to work two weeks straight you know hard hours to make two hundred bucks I was getting paid minimum wage and so it's like for me to give two hundred dollars I was like fuck like it it was a hit you know and like now it's like I just paid almost two hundred dollars for the chiropractor thing just barely and I'm like oh yeah it's good for my health so I'm gonna take it you know so I do forget sometimes like how different life was and the truth is it's like I get a lot of moments where I'm just like, wow, like I'm so, so thankful for where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I don't progress from here, it's like, I'm so happy where I'm at, but like, there's no way I'm going to stop. You know, like I like, I'm still working so hard every single day. And I think it's like, you got to enjoy it, right? You, Mm -hmm. you put in all this work, you put in all this time, you know, those hours and for you to, or even someone to, I mean, I'm not sure if you have even family or friends that say that, like, why are you spending so much? But I feel like, why, why wouldn't you, you know, you did, you did all this, like. 
So it's like you and you and your co-founder. And I really like what you how you bring in your second employee. You know mm-hmm. your sec your you know your employee to be a, a an owner. An owner is because like you know I I heard those like oh I need my employees to work harder. It's like and then I heard in some podcasts like well, are, you know are they owner? Do you give them some ownership? It's like no. Then how do you expect them to bust mm-hmm. their ass if you're not you know like if it's your company and they're just mm-hmm. getting paid whatever you know yeah. So. He definitely deserved it. He worked very hard, you know, like he obviously wasn't an owner. So like, you know, hourly at the time, now he's salaried. Now he's making the exact same as us. It's like, um, it's possible definitely to get yourself up there. But, um, you know, it, it, he does like, I cannot tell you enough. Like he deserved his position. Mm-hmm. Like he added, he knows he's on, he's an entrepreneur at the end of the day. If yeah. he wasn't, he wouldn't be an owner. Yeah. And so it's like, he built enough value in himself. I can't say that I gave it to him. That's yeah. like, I can't because I didn't. He earned himself up there. Like he brought enough value through himself mm-hmm. on the things he learned and the things he did that it, it's a no brainer to have him as an owner for like, he didn't have to buy himself in. Yeah. We gave him ownership. You know, we gave him equity. So it's like, in order to do that, you have to provide a lot of value. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. And that's where a lot of people are mis- are confused. People want equity. People want stake. And do the bare minimum, you know, like, yeah. like they do what their job is, you yeah. know, it's like, if you do bare minimum work, you're going to get bare minimum results, period. Yeah. You know, he earned his way. I wouldn't have given it to him if he didn't value, if he didn't add enough value, period. Yeah. I don't care how long you work with me. It's like, you have to provide the value. You have to make yourself valuable to the company or to who you are. Yeah. If you're not valuable, you're replaceable. Correct. So I'm just, you know, get rid of him and bring someone else. Yeah. I can't just get rid of him and bring someone else. And he knows that he's yeah. valuable, <laughs> you know? So it's like, he earned his way there and wow. he deserves everything he's ever gotten from us. And every, he deserves everything he has today, Yeah, you know? That's well. That's that speaks mm-hmm. a lot, you know, the mm-hmm. person and just you know your leadership with with that, um, um, and just with like how you mentioned with the um, oh my gosh, I just always space it out. But no, I, I think I really like that. You know how you're sharing all that with about your your employee and and how he's he, he's grown and all that. Mm-hmm. But you also do you also do events too. Like are you you're you're around for the community, right? I think you also did the uh, BYU. Was that did you do BYU or? B- UVU was it didn't you do like a so um well I speak sometimes you know like I spoke to a couple like I think like a thousand people the other day like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago um we host the creator events so at our old office we like flew down like six creators mm-hmm. we you know like had a talk had our sponsorships you know we drank together we had like a small free bar yeah. and you know got to know our creators and so we will throw events here and there you know I've, 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 we've had people show up to them and it's always a good time because you get to meet these creators and see that they're just another human yeah you know a human that's just a, another hard worker mm-hmm. just like uh, we're all the same at the end of the day you know yeah and i think also with this is is knowing that um you're all everyone's human right so everyone that comes into here whether depending whatever companies they have mm-hmm. or or employees it's like at the end of the day you're human and you know you're, you're gonna make mistakes and you're also gonna learn and you're gonna provide and you're gonna do so much mm-hmm. you know with it so um yeah it's like mindset it's like the only yeah it's just everybody's the same like i couldn't think of a world i like when i started entrepreneurship i couldn't think of a world that like i had it less fortunate than other people there's people that are way less fortunate mm-hmm. than i am don't get me wrong but yeah. i had nothing more than food on my table a bed to sleep on and a roof over my head and that's it you know, it's like there's so little excuses for the world that like made like people are like, oh, well, it's because I'm in this toxic relationship or oh, it's because I, I don't have ex- like wealthy parents. Oh, it's and, ugh, people come up with so many excuses. And it's like the thing that separates you from everybody else is it's it's mindset. You know, it's like it it's ridiculous. Anybody that comes to me with excuses, you just know that, you know, it's not possible for them to succeed. Yeah. You know, it's like, like excuse victim mentality is, is in my, in my mind is pathetic. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, it's cause, uh, it's unfair. Cause, um, this industry was dying. So I just got unlucky or AI is taking over. It's such a bunch of excuses. Oh yeah. You know? And I got so, so much to say. I had yeah. someone with AI cause it's like, you know, saying AI is taking over and it's going to take over some, you know, uh, businesses, right. It mm-hmm. can be in market, but it's like, no, you can use that towards your advantage. Exactly. Right? And I'm sure, you know, a person like you and your co-founders, like, you're using that towards Yeah, we're using AI in all of our systems yeah. and processes. Yeah. So, and even for, for me personally, it's like, it's cut time of what I do here because mm-hmm. I also use AI, you know. It's just like, it's it's there for you and why not take it and make it. And instead of, like, making yourself that victim mentality, oh, man, I'm just going to give up because it's here. It's like, no, like, you can even scale up higher your company because of that, right? Exactly. it's like... It's it's more, more something that a human can uh, cap- be capable of that is now, you know. Exactly. 
on that. So that's a separate thing. But yeah, I really like how AI is brought up because it should be. It's here and it's here to stay. Yeah, you know, you have to adapt or die. It's simple. Add, you know, ask Blockbuster, ask, you know, Redbox. It's like if you don't change, you're going to die. It's simple, you know. So it's like things never go according to plan. Never, never, ever. Like, I'm training my leaders right now in my departments, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm having a lot of leadership meetings. And the thing I tell them is, like, every single thing, every single day, plans change. I meet with them on Wednesday. This is the plan. This is how we're going to execute. Let's go. Thursday, we get new information. It's like, this isn't going to work. We have to adapt, change, pivot, and go. And I'm trying to train them that mentality that it's, like, no matter what life throws at you, you have, like, you can't just say, like, fa- like saying no is not an option. It's just yeah, not. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. Then get up and suck it up. Yeah. That's what it is, you know? Like. Yeah. And it goes with anything in life. Maybe maybe it's not just for business. Like, why, do, why does it have to be for business? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm boxing right now. My priority is business and boxing. Like, that's literally my two priorities right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll go home completely exhausted. My, my face is beat up. I have bruises up here and, like, a big bruise down here. Yeah. I'm tired. I just want to take one day off. I have not taken one singular day off since the day I started training because I know I have this fight coming up. So, it's like, I'm tired. I, I just want one day of rest. And yeah. it's like, no. I can't allow my, like, cause it's not the days that you feel motivated and, and do something that count. It's the days that you don't want to do it mm-hmm. and you still get up and do it anyways, you know? And it's like, and I lead by example, yeah. you know, it's like, I tell people, you know, like right now, the people listening to this, it's like, I tell them, it's like, we'll get up and do it and suck it up. Yeah. But if I'm not doing the same thing, yeah. then I'm not preaching what I, what I say. Yeah. So it's like boxing is something new to me brand new i started in january right it's march mid-march mm-hmm. and it's like same mentality as i had in business you know it's like i'm exhausted i just want to go to bed i'm like literally everything inside my body's telling me to like relax and to not do it yeah and i'm like no i'm gonna do it i don't care what what johnny says i don't care what bobby says yeah. it's like oh it's it's unhealthy to work out two three times a week it's like shut the fuck up you know like <laughs> yeah. i don't care what the doctors say i don't care what anybody says it's like you know yeah you know yeah. it's like that's what everyone says oh like when i first started everyone told me how unhealthy it was for me to work as much as i did and it's like yeah. well fuck you you know it's like like i don't care what you say it's like you know i don't care what the doctors say and people will look at me and be like oh well you know the doctors say sleep eight like eight hours a day well are you where you want to be are you yeah. doing the things you want to accomplish no then why are you sleeping eight hours a day like it's such a waste of time like you genuinely like fuck what anyone says you know it's like you just get up and do you know so and it's funny because like it is what you preach what you say because you for you like i saw your Mm -hmm. social and you post a story at midnight almost one o'clock you know i'm like and for me i was like damn that's fucking badass because it's like who the fuck else is like getting up and doing shit that's gonna it's it's gonna you know it's doing good for your for your team for whatever it is right your leadership and so for me it's like that's fucking badass like you know, and the same reason I was up because I was also working on some shit, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like, and exactly. that's why I saw that because it's like, and so anyways, I really like that because for me, it's like, dude, you whatever, the, you know, you're saying right now is mm-hmm. you're fucking doing it. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, like that was just another day. Like, there's nothing special about that day. Like, that was just yeah. one of those days. Where I'm like, hey, guys, let's take a story together. But it was midnight, 1 a.m. And I had mm-hmm. a leadership meeting. Yeah. And so, um, like. There's some like it's not like just because I'm an entrepreneur CEO with 50 employees Mm -hmm. that like oh I now get to rest. It's like no, like I still Mm want to progress. So um, I have like this all this next coming week. I'm working graveyards. I'm working from six to two a.m. just to like catch up on work on my international team and um and it's like you just have to suck it up and do it. You know, like I, I just had a conversation with my girlfriend. It's like this next week, I'm probably not going to see you at all because yeah. I have to work a lot. And it's like people don't realize that it's not easy. You know, and the people that complain about even taking two, three hours to read a book or to work don't have a flying chance. Yeah. Like go and work at McDonald's, you know, because that's yeah. your best bet. You know, like yeah. you're not going to succeed in entrepreneurship. People think it's easy and it's the furthest from the truth. And that's what it is, right? Like just um, it, you found this, you know, I, made this available this little time here but for me it's like dude i don't it's not like you made it and i'm fucking done with it you're like yeah. i made it and i'm still going because mm-hmm. you you know you have a bigger picture you know you're you're what you're planning to see eventually with you with your business and anything else that comes with you boxing and and whatever it is right but for me it's like i appreciate those little those those times where mm-hmm. i have guests like that because it's like man Thanks for putting me mm-hmm. in there with one hour or whatever it is, but and plus the driving. Anyways, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like it speaks a lot and, and it means a lot. So it's just forcing myself to stay in the rhythm. You know, it's yeah. like it doesn't matter how big or small ch- channels or podcasts are. I make it an, uh, an obligation. This is work to me right now. Me being here, I'm working. 
but I enjoy this, you know? Like, it's not yeah, like, yeah. like like who says work has to be a negative thing? Yeah. It's like, work is fun. I enjoy work. So it's like, when I was at the chiropractor, I was working. When I was boxing and every day I train, I'm working. I don't yeah. see it as like, I'm, it's a hobby and I'm having fun. And, you know, it's like, no, 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 yeah. I'm working, you know? Yeah. So me being here is work. Me driving here is work. This is just part of work, you know? So um, I like, right when I get out of here, what's the first thing I'm doing? I'm going to have to meal prep my food. I have to eat yeah. properly. I have to cut 20 pounds in, tw- in two months. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even get a break in my, my meals. I don't get a break yeah. in my workouts. I don't get a break at my work. Nothing. There is yeah. no time to take a break. You know, we don't, I don't, I don't rest. I yeah. work hard every yeah. single day. You're a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew once, I knew like once I heard of, uh, heard about you and seen your stuff that I was like, this is going to be some good, good shit that's, you know, that I'm going to learn and everyone's going to be listening and also learn. From yeah. How do you know Adam? Adam is, Adam. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. yeah. So, um, his wife, is B. Yeah, Bia mm-hmm. is my wife's cousin. Okay. So and how it started is is I'm also like to just jibber jabber say a bunch of stuff, right? Like yeah. what I like to do and this vision and stuff like that. So um Adam was like, Oh yeah, like my nephew, he's this, you know, mm-hmm. uh he has his own company and I'm like, Who is he? you know? So then I started researching him around and then I saw YouTube videos like some YouTube videos that you had like on I can't remember where exactly, but you explained your business, you showed your office. And so I'm like, This is some some interesting, you know, and I'm like and I'm like, I really want to hear like his mindset, what's what's he have on here, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like the way Adan explains it is just like you know, and it's exactly how he explains it, that you're very knowledgeable, you have uh very entrepreneur, uh and just all around, you know, just a good genuine person because it's like yeah he's you know i talked to him about something and he he has time and he came over and explained everything you know yeah so that's for me it's like i knew okay i have to listen to yeah. what david has to say yeah so no yeah i try like i mean it when i say it. it's like i do want to help people especially family you know it's like that's mm-hmm. not that's not an argument i'm gonna help family but like um it's like i try to be as helpful as i can the problem is that like i know i'm not creating content and i know i'm not doing these things that i should be doing to help people yet because right now i'm focused on my business but i know the day will come where i'm going to sit down and try to help people with like terms of content educate people on the things they need to do you know it doesn't matter what background you come from you know it's like like adan you know like he was he had questions for his website like why wouldn't i make the time to help someone like it's Mm -hmm. you know and adan is an executor like he has his own business it's already going so it's not a waste of my time to go and talk to him about it (laughs) what's a waste of my time is someone that comes to me says i have an idea it's yeah. like okay, I have a million ideas. You know, it's like yeah. do something with it. And those show kind of- me there's something that that exists. I wouldn't have came here if there wasn't no podcast. You yeah. know, if there was no mic or if there was no yeah. like. Well, let me see your first show. Oh, I don't have it. Yeah, you know, it's like what? You yeah, know? it's like it's like having started. It's not even out there. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I just want to. It's like I just want to for fun. You know, because yeah. you know people don't understand. Mm-hmm. For me, I understand, dude. Like you said, mm-hmm. this is your job. This is your. This is you. You're spending time. You know. Yeah. But the reason why it you know started is like having those conversations with Adan, you know, and it's and it's like, dude, we yeah. have so much ideas. Why aren't we making stuff happen, you know? Yeah. And that's what's kind of like for me is just jumping. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm up. I'm a, I don't even have it, but I'm gonna figure this out how to edit videos, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, you know, it's I've been executing stuff. And so my, I know I want to learn from those per, per, uh, people that did execute. Yeah. Because it's it's like why would I learn from like how you said you know why would I learn from someone who's not executing yeah. you know it's it's nothing but I also bring in you know even people that don't have that much following because I want to learn you know they just start off their business but I want to learn and get to know exactly because they did that first step of ex- you never know business. like ever you learn something they always say it's like when you go into like to speak with people try to be the dumbest one in the room mm-hmm. you know just try like oh like you know, I don't consider myself stupid and I don't consider myself smart, you know? So I come in like ready to learn. It's like, you don't know what you're going to learn from someone. I've had like people with way smaller businesses than me. I'll give me advice. I'm like, damn, like, okay, let me look into that. You know, it's like, you learn so much. You don't know when you're going to catch it. So keep your ears open at all times and be ready to learn. You know, it's like you, it's surprising what you learn from people that you didn't think you'd learn something from. You just have to open your, like, just listen for once in your life, you know? I'm not saying you, but I'm saying no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, and and that's you know, and I also had you know um, someone tell me it's like, dude, don't even worry about bringing in anyone that doesn't have a following or doesn't have a, um, I mean, an entrepreneur doesn't have a following for me. I'm like, dude, but I see it. People like you, right? Mm -hmm. You you, and other guests that have a big following. Well, if if I say no to them or if I'm not bringing those one in, then for me, it's like then you shouldn't even said yes to me you know like it's like so for me it's being on that position where i'm like and i had someone that 
I posted something like, oh man, I would love to check out my 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 social, and and I'm like, dude, I'll do it. Hey, hey man, do you want to come in and be and be in on an episode? And for that person, he was shocked that he's like, wow, like, and I'm like, dude, I'm not even that big, yeah, <laughs> you know. But I have a vision, and it's and it's gonna happen, you know. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like I think people need to put their egos aside and just yeah. you know like. Just be as nice. Just be human. You know, I think yeah. it, it's it pisses me off to see someone that's succeeding or that has a big following or has a lot of money that just like their egos get so big that they can't spend an hour of the day. It's like that's so stupid to me. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to at least for me, I you know, like you have to remember from where you come from and, yeah. you know, know that like at the end of the day, it's like you have to just be human and help mm-hmm. help people interact with humans. You know, it's like that's the point of life. Yeah. Um. What's uh, something that you want to leave the listeners and viewers with? Like, I know you, you, you know, you said <laughs> that they're yeah. like entrepreneurs, but just to the to anyone just out there, like, what's something that? Uh, some things I want to tell people. Um, assuming this is an entrepreneurial podcast, I'd say you just have to go one hundred and fifty percent. You know, like I, I'm not. It sucks to say, but it's like if you like, like I said. Success is defined differently for everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you want anywhere near, uh, like, because I like, if you don't know, I have a multi million dollar business. We bring multi million dollars a year in revenue. And so it's like, if that's too much success for you, I understand that. But if you want to mm-hmm. be anywhere near me, you can't be thinking one, two million dollars a year. You have to be thinking 10, 20. And you have to execute like your life depends on it. Like, that's the last thing. Like, execution is the one key. Execution and mindset are the two things you need at all to succeed, period. You have to want it more than you want to breathe. Like when you're underwater and you can't breathe, you're not thinking about if you left the oven on at home. You're, yeah. You know, it's like you're not thinking of like, oh shit, what am I going to eat for dinner later? Yeah. It's like, no, there's one thing in your mind when you're drowning and that's air, air, yeah, air, yeah. air, air. I need air, I need air. That's how you have to think of business. It's like if you actually want to succeed and succeed quickly, because you can succeed very slowly and mm-hmm. slowly fix your relationship or slowly build yeah. your business. That's great, you know. But how do you build a multi-million dollar business in the span of one or two years? It's like the only way to do that is to want it more than you want to breathe. It's like every like I'd be up at like <laughs> after working 16 hours. Yeah. I remember this day very good because there was many days. I even had my journal that I'd journal for six yeah. months straight, you know. So I would read through my journal and remember where my mindset was. And after working like 16 hour days from 10 a.m. to like 2 a.m., I remember going home, laying my blankets and then like ready. My body's already tired, but I had a little hint of energy left, you know, and I'm thinking of the possibilities of what if I fail? Yeah. I'm like, nah, that can't happen. Threw my blankets out, picked up my book and started reading, writing notes, you know, writing everything I need to do. And, you know, like, and I have a picture on my phone. I take, I documented a lot of my journey, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's the mindset you need. It's like you don't go to bed and rest because you're tired. Mm-hmm. You have to go to bed and rest because your body collapses. Yeah. You know? And it's like that's something I still do to this day. It's like every hint of energy I have, if I would, like if I have energy at midnight, I'll get up and call my team and we'll jump on a meeting. Yeah. You know? It's like that's what happened that day. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I planned my day to meet there. It's like, no, like I have energy. I'm not going to go to bed and I'm going to meet and I'm going to train and I'm going to make my team better because we need to be better. Yeah. And so – I think that's what people don't understand. It's like they're like, oh, well, work-life balance. Oh, it's because I need to do this. It's like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why you don't succeed. And it's because you like you don't want it bad enough. You have to want it so bad that you like genuinely your body collapses and you wake up and you do it again. You don't yeah. do it because, ah, oh, you know, I just want to let my muscles rest. No, yeah. like I get out of boxing. I train three times a day sometimes. I hit heavy weights. I hit one, one gym of training. Mm-hmm. And then I hit another gym. Shit. Does that make sense? No, like I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, even yeah. exaggerating. Not like, this is today, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. like like this is what I do, like what I did yesterday. This is what yeah. I did Thursday. And so it's like, that's what people don't understand. People will come to me and be like, oh, it's not healthy. I think your camera turned off. Oh, shit. It's always something. Yeah. No, you're good. Okay. So, like, that's what I tell people that it's like, like, you have to work. If you actually want to succeed in what my definition of success is, you know, or anywhere near where I am and people want to be even Mm -hmm. a fraction of what I am, you have to come in with that mentality. It's like, I'm not going to go to bed until my body just collapses. You know, it's and that's what happens. I just get home. My body's completely beat up. I barely have the energy to shower and brush my teeth and do my little night routine to make sure I stay, you know, hygienically clean. Then my body just, you know, and I just go to bed because I'm exhausted every single day. Then I wake up morning, you know, like like sometimes I can't even feel my body. I'm like, all right, let's do it again. Get up and you go again. A hundred like the minute for me, I'm not a morning person, so it's like I'll get a message from my coach at nine a.m. It's like, hey, you want to train right now? And I'll put my phone down and I'll keep sleeping. I'm just not a morning (laughs) person. But the minute I'm awake and I'm on my feet and I have my shoes on. There's nothing that will stop me from saying no ever. Yeah, let's get that camera on. You're good. Yeah. Um, You're good. 
Let me know once you're ready. Yeah, no, you're good. So it's like even today after everything, it's like I still have that mentality. It's like I get home and like my like I said, I'm not a morning person. I mm-hmm. get a message. I this happened two days ago. This why or yeah, yesterday, yeah. literally yesterday, my coach messaged me at 9 a.m. Hey, let's train right now or like let's train. And I just like I remember waking up briefly, reading my message. I put my phone down and went to bed. It's just because I'm not a morning yeah. person. But the minute my shoes are on, I like don't say no. Like I go all fucking night. And then it's like 1 a.m. And I'm like, damn, I want to train more. And what will I do? I'll get up and train more. That's that's the like any hint of energy you have, you have to put all of it if you want to succeed. Because success isn't guaranteed. You know, so knowing that it's not guaranteed, it's demotivating sometimes. Like, damn, well, if it's not guaranteed, it doesn't matter how hard you work. The universe doesn't care how hard you work. So might as well optimize your chances of success and the only way to do that is to work as hard as you can it's like if i work 16 hours i'm going to learn something in those 16 hours you know i'm going to get better i can lose this fight even with all this hard work i'm doing you know and if i'm going to lose it at least allow me to do everything properly i'm going to eat properly i'm going to train every like waking like i genuinely like i like all i want to do is train right now and eat i haven't eaten all morning all i've had is a protein shake and so it's like if i'm going to lose this fight i'm going to make sure i lose swinging you know it's like i don't want to go back and be like oh i could have trained more i could have ate less i could have no 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 it's like i lost this fight but i gave it absolutely everything and same goes for entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. business and and making money it's like you may just lose the fight and you will never ever have an entrepreneurial life that's something you have to be okay with in your mind so at least allow yourself 10 years from now to be like i genuinely tried everything possible i dm'd everybody for this podcast i did this i worked every waking hour i genuinely tried and it didn't work and be happy with yourself that it didn't work it's okay and go on with your life be happy there's like like money doesn't mean happiness you know so um that's literally what i have to tell people it's like the odds of success are not the highest depending yeah. on people's you know definition of success yeah so optimize it the only way to optimize is to literally like work every like you and what i mean optimize and some people aren't willing to take these sacrifices <laughs> not, don't go to the gym don't have mm-hmm. a girlfriend or boyfriend you know don't yeah. you know it's like why or yes you could have a boyfriend girlfriend yeah. i chose not to because i know that having a girlfriend is an investment of my time mm-hmm. even one hour to be with him or her yeah. not my case but like for a girl yeah, like, no, no. but in my case like from one hour to me to be with a girl it's an hour i could have spent working yeah. and that's a sacrifice i'm making and so it's like at the time i had relationships that i could have been in girls mm-hmm. that i liked and girls that liked me mm-hmm. and i chose to stay single because i know that even one hour of my time dedicated to them was a waste of time for what i wanted to yeah. succeed in does that make sense? So I, I avoided yeah. relationships. Now I'm in a relationship because, you know, I have more time and I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah. But I think about it often. It's like if I didn't have this relationship, I'd be boxing right now. I'd be training right now. I'd be working right now. Yeah, but these are so. sacrifices you make. So you have like for me, it was so important that I literally dropped everything, mm-hmm. everything. The gym, seeing time with my family, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, love, yeah. you know, loneliness. I sacrificed everything. Yeah. And it's like. If you're not willing to do that to yourself, great. You know, just don't expect my level of success. Yeah. Simple. You know, it's like that doesn't mean that you can't. You know, that doesn't mean that you can't find this type of like success. It's just like it will either take longer or you won't find it at all. But like my point of advice is like risk everything. You know, mm. it's like give it all. Yeah. So at least if you fail, you know that you tried your best. Like that's what that's how I'm treating this boxing fight right now. I'm gonna train every single day, chiropractor as as often as I can, mm. and tr- taking care of my body, eating properly, macros, meal prep every single day. So if I fail, yeah, I know it wasn't lack of work. Simple, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's and what other better way? <laughs> what other better way to to end this in such a like inspirational, motivational, like and. And way of saying everyone's uh, way of success is not the same, mm-hmm. you know. But it's how, how how hard and how the grind that you put into it. Yeah. So, um, David, I mean, I want to just say thank you. I appreciate the time. I appreciate like um, everything that for you coming here and, and you know and giving uh, saying it so much that I you know hopefully listeners and I even myself won't go back and oh I yeah. know I missed this but oh man like and then kind of be thinking about it because that's. That's what it is. It's like my own journal that I'm going to have, yep. <laughs> you know, digital journal that I'm going to have yeah. and I can go back and, and continue learning. So, um, yeah, uh, thank you again. And, and um, you know, everyone, again, he's he's uh, such a um, really inspirational, motivational person. And, you know, please follow him and, and see his work out there. You know, he has amazing work and <laughs> like with all this content creator. So, again, appreciate it. And thank you so much for your time, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.